Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hi everyone, uh, Jamie here. Um, wow, we do live in some strange times, don't we? Um, thanks for joining us on uh, this episode of Coach House Beacons. We're really excited about what's going to happen and uh, uh, what this is going to become. And so please bear with us as we kind of find our feet and you'll feel like I'm rambling and all those kinds of things. But um, I wanted to talk today, for those of you who weren't at our recent Bassenfell weekend, on uh, Psalm 121. Before that, let's just let's just open in prayer. Lord Jesus, we're very thankful that our hope is set in someone who does not waver. Who stands as firm as a rock. Lord, we just want to thank you that our hope is in you. And in, in these uncertain times, Lord, I want to pray peace that surpasses all understanding and peace that we can share with others that don't know you yet but through these times come to see you and meet you and follow you in your name Jesus Amen okay well Psalm 121 Starting at verse one, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where does my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. Indeed, he who watches over Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The sun will not harm you by day nor the moon by night. Wow. Lift up your eyes to the hills. Just wow. So, I wanted to start off today by talking about affirmation. What is affirmation? Well, the dictionary and thesauruses and things say that affirmation is assertion, confirmation, certification, declaration, ratification, and a stamp of approval. So, that got me thinking, where does my affirmation come from? Where does my stamp of approval come from? Well, I thought what I'd start with is show you, or actually show you, uh, might not be the right words, but tell you about what I do as a job, which is currently on very, 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 very temporary hold, as there's no events going on anywhere in the world. So what do I do? Well, firstly, I can tell you I love what I do as a job. I go around and I work with lots of secular clients and I, I program lights and video and make video screens work for big concerts, the Olympic Games, uh, big TV shows, all that kind of stuff. I used to be one of the riggers, one of the people getting their hands really dirty but in more recent years have been lucky enough and blessed enough to 
not have to do that. Although you will find me in the back of a truck sometimes after an event just for the fun. And so who have I worked with? Well, I've worked with um, lots of people, people like Paul Simon, Simon and Garfunkel fame. Um, take that, Boyzone, Rihanna, Jay-Z. I've worked with Scottish Ballet, with the BBC, with TBN, a Christian uh, TV channel. Uh, Martin Smith, very well-known worship leader. Matt Redman, Big Church Day Out, to name but a few. Also, because I've been almost at the forefront of certain things, I've been almost called the golden child for some manufacturers of certain bits of kit where they've come to me for expertise and they've come to me for my name. I became a name. Now, in our industry, there are not many people that can do a multifaceted, I guess is the best phrase, um, job where they can look at video and lights and audio and interactivity or any of those things and pull them all together. I'm very, very blessed that that is something I seem to be able to do. But let me tell you something. My affirmation used to come from the wrong place. It would come from the people. The people would say, oh, look, it's Jamie Baker. Oh, look. Oh, look at what piece of kit he's using. Oh, look. Oh, you're on. You're doing such a big show. Oh, you're working with this music artist. Oh, this is fantastic. That was my stamp of approval. My job's done. The question is, did that satisfy me? Well, I'll be honest. In the short term, it did. But I think now I'm a little bit more secure. So, where should my affirmation come from? Well, where do my eyes look? I mean, if we look at Psalm 121, this would almost certainly have been sung as Israel approached the hill of the Lord to worship him. Psalm 15, 1 and 24, 3. But the mountain on which Israel met with God was not the only possible objection object sorry, of their attention. The hills, many nations worshipped their false gods and the hills appeared as alluring havens of hope or of intimidating causes of concern. Either way, the psalmist here, his appraisal of his situation reflects the place in which we all find ourselves. Our help comes only from the hill of the Lord. The Lord who made all the hills, one, uh, Psalm 121, 2, all other hills we see before us in life can neither rescue us nor destroy us. So when we're looking at the hill and we're looking for the hill of the Lord, it stands clear above any other hill, any other barrier that's in our way. So let me tell you about, I was having uh, my car washed and for the first time ever, I went into one of these places where you drive on and there's a little track that runs right down the side of the car wash. And all you do is you put your front wheel on, you turn your brake off, you let go of the steering wheel, and then you trust that your car is going to come out the other side, not only clean, but also without any scratches on it. Now, one thing I can tell you about this car wash 
is that within the first minute, unlike an idiot, I went for the extra foamy wash. I couldn't see anything. There was nothing to see. All the windows were bubbled up, all the foam, everything. But I had to trust that I was going to come out the other side. Okay. The car went in dirty. The car went through some uncertain times where I had no idea whether I was going to come out the other side. But I knew that on that track, I would appear the other side and my car was clean. So we need to look at not at where the foam is and what we can't see, but trusting that we're always going to be on the track, on the journey, with God in control, knowing we came into this Christian life dirty, but by golly, by the end of it, we're going to come out clean. Now, sometimes we find ourselves in despair in life. This is a fallen world, and at the end of all our stories, were it not for a cross, and if we were stood on a particular hill 2,000 years ago, we wouldn't be here. Jesus climbed that hill and took on the greatest obstacle humanity has ever faced. The just wrath of God because of our sin. So Christ suffered for our sins. The righteous for the unrighteous. That he might bring us to God. That's in 1 Peter 3.18. And let's see what kind of love the Father has given to us. That we should be called children of God. And so we are. 1 John 3, 1. Let's just read that again. See what kind of love the Father has given to us, that we, we, me and you, should be called children of God. We have a trust that God's got us in control. We've got a hope in the Almighty. We have support from him in our times of trouble. Calvary's hill reminds us that he's not only our Lord, but he's our friend. And his name is Jesus. So today, and for every day that we're still on this earth, let's lift our eyes to the hills. Let's not worry about the walls of unbelief and worry that sit in front of us trying to get in the way of where our gaze should be. Let's lift our eyes to the hills because that and only that is where our help comes from. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, where do our eyes look? Lord, I pray today that anybody listening or reading this beacon will see hope, that they will lift their eyes to you. Lord, that when the walls of unbelief and worry and anxiety get in the way, Lord Jesus, I pray you will be their peace. Remind us, God, of who you are, what you've done for us, and what you continue to do for us. 
in your heavenly name. Amen. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church Daily Devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram, or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.